Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. James chapter 1, verse 16 to 18. If you're there, say amen. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights. He does not change like shifting shadows. He will never change. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Let's pray. Father, as we share your word today, help us. We cannot do this without your strength. King of kings, go ahead of us. The enemy is still at work. We cannot fight him without your strength. Help us, Jehovah. Not only to hear your word, but to do what it asks of us. Jehovah, we thank you for this day of worship. In Jesus' name we all say, Amen. amen. Ah, Father's Day, can I hear Amen? Can I hear Amen? Ah, because I'm still, I'm still here. I like Father's Day simply because of maybe it's the day to Napendwa, Wanaume. You know me, I'm a gifts person. I'm a person for just celebrating. If, if, if you ask the men, I just like hanging out with men. I like um, having fun with people. And so, to keep us on a Father's Day, I get excited. Some kids were asked about the best Father's Day present you could give to dad. Me, I'm one of those guys, I know what gift I want. How, how many are like me? You know the gift. And so, yeah, exactly. And so you, you say, um, it is this one. The other day I went to Miniso, Nikaona Kitu Kasama Sweetie, it's almost 11 months away, so this one. Hey. So today, me, <laughs> So, <laughs> Nora H2 said, um, I think the best gift that I can get dad is to tell him to buy something for me. Yeah, that's, that's the gift I can give dad. She's two. If you're a problem. Betty at four, I said, So, Jugu, too. Let's buy for him Jugu. He fathers day. He fathers day Jugu. Zoe at five said, I'll do a picture. I mean, these are creative ones. I'll do a picture, like a leaf craft picture. And then I'll present to him. Oh, you know, at least. I'm a Kiria Kidog. Audrey at seven. I said, my dad loves to read books, so I'll get him a nice book to read. A big book. I said, a big one. You saw me, Araka, Malisa. I said, I'm done. A big book. Josie, age 12, I said, snacks, maybe a shirt, you know, some nice cologne. We have decided. Leona, there's a choice. Matthew, age 13, says, tools. My dad, I'm going to magari. I know one of us loves magari. So, tools. To make That's Matthew age 13. said, Ah, I have to say this one. Ah, let's get that the new Range Rover 2022. Mm. Yeah. That's a man. The new Range Rover 2022. I almost just shared that one. Now this is a good one. Jaden age 16. No, no, when I grow up, I want to the gifts. 
Jaden said, tickets to watch the World Cup. Wanaume, amen? Yeah. Someone in the fight shit to I don't say that your hobbies, stuff, you can do as a family. It's okay, it's good. <laughs> yeah, he said, he's 16 as well. Now, Kate H4 said, the best gift I can give dad is something that I make. This year, I'm going to make him a book. Give him a pen. I just chukwe uh, makaratasi. Those are cute gifts. Now he got serious. Tana in Geneva and Nisema, let's just give that time. To pay to time. That's a deep one. Maybe they've been ignoring the guy. Let's give that time. That's a gift. Come on in Geneva and Nisema, let's just love on that. To pay to Whatever love we look like on that day, let's love on him. Lucy, age, seven, age, age 11, not, not the Lucy in our congregation. <laughs> this is Lucy, age 11. I'll say, let's just give that a hug. Oh, see you. A hug. Come in, Leon, here, my uncle. Teresa, age 14, said, let's just give that words of encouragement. Hey. I know what we want to end up deep. Guys, one of the things that uh, I think the most powerful things that I know society today, society today, one of the most powerful things we can do is appreciate fathers. But it is very difficult because some of the examples you've seen are very difficult to pick from. Some of the fathers in our lives. And so today I just want us to talk about the appreciation of fatherhood. And I know this is a difficult topic for some of us. And so my prayer is that we would understand that this is what God has asked us to do. It is not easy to appreciate a father that was never there. It is not easy to appreciate a father you don't know. How do I appreciate? Pastor, as in how? In 1972, Father's Day was initially nationally observed by the Americans after it was made into a national holiday by the 37th president of the U.S. of A, Richard Nixon. Since then, it has continued to happen. It is a day that we just use to honor the male parent, a.k.a. dad, father. It has a lot of history, but its counterpart, the Mother's Day, is a greater day for some reason. I am not even one to think, yani in Afikanga too, and it is automatic. I know exactly what to do, what to buy, what to. But this morning I found myself wondering should I call Dad? Should I text? Should I buy him the Range Rover? Hey. Kapika, you know? But it is Father's Day. So to the fathers, Happy Father's Day one more time. Can I hear Happy Father's Day? Happy Father's Day. Many have told me that this day is not easy. They don't like it. There's a friend of mine who told me, Pastor, They ignore it with every bit inside of them. They hate it because of the memories it brings. Examples we've received in fatherhood have mostly not been good. And that leads me to the question of the day. 
Do you think that it is in order that you appreciate fathers? Is it in order? Pastor, I don't know how, I don't know what to do. I never saw the example. So is it in order that you should appreciate them? Should we celebrate them? Should we just appreciate good fathers? What of the bad ones? Should we bash them? Should we ask them to produce their degree certificates? On fatherhood? Yeah, yeah. Should we bash those that are not there? What should we do? In answering this question, I believe that we must look not to our society. Because what the society is telling us, I know each one of you here understands. What the society is telling us is very different. We must look to God, our Heavenly Father. What does God tell us about fatherhood and appreciating fathers? I want to read a couple of verses for us. There are few, so let me just read. Proverbs 23, verse 24 and 25. The father of a righteous child has great joy. A man who fathers a wise son rejoices in him. May your father and mother rejoice. May she who gave you birth be joyful. God is telling us that to appreciate fathers, we must live righteous lives. Lives that are pleasing to God. Not necessarily to our earthly fathers, but pleasing to God. Because righteous lives, lives brings life. Proverbs 11 verse 19. So God is saying we must appreciate fathers. We must. Proverbs 4, 1 and 2. Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. We appreciate our fathers by listening to sound learning from them. And inasmuch as some of our fathers were not the best examples, after Dali, there was something. I remember my dad just telling me, don't date any lady wearing booty shorts. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> oh, that's all he told me about dating. <laughs> Lucy, we are wondering. That, that's the sound advice he gave me. He was coming from one and saw one of the ladies requested, I mean, I think a booty shot. And then he came in so angry and just stood for one of his speeches. My dad loves to speak. So, there's a place. And he just gave us a speech about ladies wearing booty shorts. I mean, mama flani, How can I, how? And he gave us this long speech. I've never forgotten. So up to date, I'm like, hey. <laughs> But I'm like, When we listen to sound advice, learning from our dads, fathers, it gives us understanding, good judgment, insight, great and intelligent discernment. Willful listening gives us directives for wisdom. I'm just sharing with us what God tells us about how to relate to our fathers. Those who have, those who do not, I understand. Just bear with us. Psalms 127 verse 5. You know this one. Blessed is the man, I say father, whose quiver is full of children. Why? They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. 
We appreciate our fathers by pleading their cause against their adversaries in court or publicly before everyone. Children need to fight for those parents that cannot fight for themselves. You've seen examples of parents who are in difficult situations and the kids are like, hey, Jipange boss, you are never there for me. So, you thought, God is saying different. Do you remember when Noah got drunk? Yes, Noah, in the Bible. Maybe it was Father's Day, amen. <laughs> then his son saw him. Ham, one of his children, instead of covering him, went and told the others, was saying, Dada in a position. You know what happened? Dude was cast. It's not harsh. He never covered his father's nakedness. He never covered his shame. Cover your parents' shame. Cover your dad's shame. And I know sometimes you get hurt to the point, you're like, eh, I am going to reveal. He did one, two, three, four, five. I understand. But when you're sharing it in a safe space, that's good. Don't go publicizing it to the world and exposing your father's nakedness. God is saying, ah, for you to be blessed, you need to cover. Even with the heart, cover them. Cover them. We have opportunity to mess them up. Then I think Instagram, if you video, tap, tap, tap. Real, if you Cover their shame. Finally, Exodus 20, 12. Honor your father and mother, you know this one, so that you may live long in the land your God is giving you. We appreciate our fathers by honoring them. This is regarding them with great respect, esteem. Not our fathers only, but our mothers as well. Honor them. Honor your parents. God did not say, honor your father and mother, whether they are nice, so that you may live long. Uh-uh. God said, honor your father and mother, full stop, so that you may live long in the land. Whatever they've done to you does not disqualify them from getting the respect they deserve, the honor. God is telling us through his word that we need to appreciate our fathers. Appreciate them. Our society today is against, I dare say the male species, it is against the men. The boy child is the joke of the society. Oh, boy, 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 And unfortunately, we participated in some of these jokes, memes. Our weaknesses are laughed about. Our strengths are ignored. And it is as if the whole species of men currently is, play, is paying for the sins of their fathers. Most of us have been hurt by our fatherhood. So the society does is they've taken that heart and placed it upon us, the current boys, men, and fathers. Some of us are punishing our boys simply because his father hurt you. Some of us are supporting the girl child simply because the father you have or never have or never had never supported you. So why should I? I need to support our own. I need to support my own. In turn, our boys and our men are fatherless. Oh, sorry. In turn, our boys and our men, our fathers, are on their own. The more we listen to and align with our society, guys, hear this and hear this well. 
The more we listen to and align with our society, the more we are killing off our future men. We are killing them. The more we are killing off fathers. God must be the place from which we define how to act to the boy child. Let's not say what the world is saying. Let's say what God is saying. What does God say about the men, about fathers? Those present and those not present. We must use God's canvas to address the men in our society. It is then that we see God's picture for the father. It is only them. It is then that the father will be appreciated. It is then that fathers will thrive. I told us a couple of weeks ago, the more we are killing off the boys, the men, the fathers, the more we are killing off the next generation. How would you want the future to be fathered? If it's by what society is saying, then there's no fathers in the future. God is reminding us that we have to appreciate fathers. If you have one in your life, appreciate him. The best way you know how. There's no canvas. Maybe for you, it's a Range Rover, can I hear an amen? Range Rover, eh? Maybe for you, Ninju, can I hear an amen? The Bible talks of Jesus. You know, God does not give us things to do that he has not shown us how to do. He has shown us in scripture that he really appreciated and brought his son up well. Jesus Christ is son. He appreciated him every step of the way against what the society was doing. I've come to announce to us that we must come against the society what they are telling us about our boys, our men. Let's do what God did. The Bible talks of Jesus going to be baptized. You know the story? His cousin was doing the baptism. His cousin is John, the baptist. And then apparently after the baptism, he gets out of the water. The heavens open. A dove comes on him. And then a voice is heard from heaven. This is my beloved. My beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Take one. That's the first time. Matthew 3. At the transfiguration, remember? He takes Peter, James, John, the famous three, takes them to a mountain to pray. He turns white as snow from his face to what he was wearing. Then Elijah appears and Moses with Jesus. And then Peter is like, ah, boss, once these guys are gone, we need to create a tabernacle, a tent, a memorial, a memorial of this. Jesus is like, uh-uh. Then a voice from heaven again comes and speaks about Jesus, God the Father. He's saying, this is my beloved son. I am pleased in him. He adds into that, listen to what he tells you. God is showing us how to appreciate the sons. Right before he's crucified, Jesus He's almost coming to death. Happened to happen. Calls his disciples together. He's talking to them about the end times. He's about how he's going to die. What will happen. And he talks to them about how he wanted the father to take the cup from him. The cup of suffering. And then he says, Father, instead be glorified. And then a voice again from heaven comes. The voice of God. And says, I have glorified my name. And I will glorify it again. That's John chapter 12. 
God is showing us how to appreciate. He appreciated Jesus even before he began the ministry. This is boy. He appreciated him in his ministry. And even before he goes to die on the cross. The only time he rejected Jesus was on the cross. When the sin of the hum human race was upon Jesus. That's the only time. Leo my amabera busy. Jesus is showing us the example. We must follow it. But pastor, 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 you don't know what my father did. You have no idea how he hurt, how I've never known one. And to that, I will ask the question, because I used to be there as well, and I've shared this story before. There's a time in my life I never wanted to see my dad. I was like, boss, and as I'm coming in the sun. The time I thought, okay, thought, what appear me, I'll do my thing. I think this world I'm supposed to be by myself. And then as I started knowing this God, as he started calling me to his house, into my heart. All of a sudden I was sensing questions like, okay, do you believe God, I Jehovah, Abba Father, made a mistake with the father that I gave you? And I was like, eh. God never makes mistakes. Never. He never. Let me repeat that. God does not make mistakes. And so I had to come to the realization that God never made mistakes with my father. There is a reason he chose him for me. Let me ask another question. Do you think God made a mistake in not allowing you to have a, a, an earthly father? Those of us, I, and I share the stories about the, the orphans in our midst and the, the guys who are dumped. Do you think God made a mistake? No. I don't believe so. And if it's too hard a question, then let me ask this. Have you been entirely good throughout your life? If, if, if Pastor Angus Mamish will happen, and I have a history, all of us have histories, amen? Can I hear an amen? amen. Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All of us have a history. All of us have things that we've done in our lives. And so who amongst us here today has been good throughout their lives? Who has been perfect like Jesus? I want a spot. Okay. And, okay, so how has God treated you in regards to how you've lived your life. How? How has it treated you? In regards to the mistakes you make every now and then, how does the Father, the creator of the universe, treat you? How? Degree, 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 degree. picture. In case you're wondering, how has God treated us in our wrongs? Guys, God demands that we do appreciate fathers. We must appreciate. We must appreciate them. When we appreciate fathers, it means we understand that it is God that gave them to us. It is Jehovah. It is Him. 
When you appreciate fathers, it means you understand that it is God who made them and allowed us to come through them. And so as we do that, as we appreciate our earthly fathers, whether they are there or not, we appreciate God the Father. And so my prayer to us today, I beg you by the mercies of God to start appreciating fathers. Don't join in to the craziness of our society of killing off the male species. Let's appreciate our fathers. Let's appreciate the men in our lives. Let's appreciate the boy child. When we do, we're intentionally choosing not to be involved in the death sentence the society is putting on them. Now to the fathers. Fathers, amen? Fathers, 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 Happy Father's Day. <laughs> now to the fathers. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. I love this portion of scripture. Hebrews 12, I'll read for us. Therefore, fathers, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, I love this portion. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance, patience, King James assembly. The race of fatherhood that is marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author, the finisher, pioneer, perfecter of our faith. For the joy, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, despised its shame. And right now he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him, this Jesus, who endured such a position from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And so, fathers, the first point is there are others who go, who've gone ahead of us and they made it. Can I hear an amen? Abraham made it. Remember Abraham? Abraham was told by God to leave his home, the people he knew, and to go to a land that God will show him. Imagine the conversation. So, sweetie, so now God has told us we need to leave this place. Where are we going? We are going to the land that the Lord will show us. Sweetie, amen. We are not my sweetie, will say hallelujah. Abraham went anyway. And he made it. Remember the issues he had. Remember, when the wife is like, eh, I have waited for too long. Okay. So now, ah, I'm tired of waiting. Abraham made it. He finished as the father to our faith. Moses made it. David made it, even with seven wives. He made it. Because you are surrounded by these witnesses, now throw off everything that hinders you. What hinders you, Father? What is that discouragement in your soul? What is that thing that gives you sleepless nights? Throw it off. Throw it off. Throw it off. Because we need to run with perseverance. We must run. Why must you run? Because they depend on you. 
Mwanao kijana hapa mai na kauko tunaongeana vitu gumugumu now is not well but when i think that he must run i continue the race fathers let's continue run with perseverance with patience run turn to a father next to you and tell them run kumuona kumuona run with patience patience because it is not easy to be a father the examples in scripture you know the fathers in your life you've seen them the colleagues the friends the neighbors you know it is not easy so run fathers with patience the race that has been marked out for you how fixing our eyes on jesus if you run in your own strength you not make it young man come here amen young man go inside son ah young man here this one here oh no Young men here? Adam Katai is Young men remember that it will be expected of you as well in your future. Run with patience. Fixing your eyes on Jesus. Young men you cannot run without fixing your eyes on Jesus. Don't be fooled by our society that when you have it all together then you can run. No. It is Jesus that we need. Fix your eyes on him. Fix. Nothing else. Not your failures. Not the sin that easily entangles you. Not the pressures of life. Jesus. When you fix it on Jesus, why? He is the pioneer, the one who started it all for us, and the perfecter, the one who molds our faith. The one who finishes, completes the faith inside of us, strengthens us to know that he is the one. So, men, let's focus. Fathers, focus. Not Ile Rejrova ni but let's not focus on that one. See, as he mind is a ticket to the World Cup. Hallelujah. See, anyway. But fix on Jesus. Fix. For why? Why? For the joy that was set before him. This Jesus. There was a joy set before him. What joy? Eternal salvation of humanity. That joy was ahead of him. So he left everything. He was spotless for that reason. He went all the way. And think about what he went through. Think of what he went through. This guy lived for 33 years ignored this is god on earth and yet what still looked at him his family at him jamai is crazy can you imagine telling god you're crazy the one who created you hey guys my brothers and sisters are these ones this is my family this one they thought he was mad his own his family thought think about this for a second god's family jesus god of heaven the family that he came to thought he was mad. And yet he finished the race. His disciples, hallelujah, 12 of them, wale my boys, wanaume, left him. They deserted him. And he finished the race. Young men, ulidambiwa juice. Finish the race. <laughs> That's not a reason not to finish the race. Finish. Finish. There's no money in the account. Finish the race. 
Fuel amepandisha sawa. We are going to finish the race. Can I hear an amen? amen? He endured the cross. Jesus endured the cross. The cross on his life meant that one of his boys would, bet- would betray him. The cross on the life of Jesus meant that even after three years of walking with his disciples, they would still not believe that he was God of heaven. Can you imagine that? Anyone a disciple, you want a God of heaven. God is your disciple. Yani, he is your teacher. And yet, this guy still never believed. But he finished the race. The Bible says, he despised the shame that the cross gave him. Has fatherhood shamed you? To the point where she does ask, I could what shame has overwhelmed you? Jesus finished despite the shame. Every shame that was there, he finished. And right now, where is Jesus? At the right hand of the God of heaven. Right hand, meaning the place of strength. He went through the shame all the nonsense of the world when he finished now he's at a place of strength men fathers young men young boys that are here tafadali finish the race god has set for you the society will not encourage you men it will not they will make fun of you they will call you names they'll put memes but finish what god put in your heart to do Fathers, amen? Let's finish. Consider him who endured Jesus such opposition from sinners. Consider him. Why should you consider him? So that you'll not lose faith. You'll not grow weary. You'll not be discouraged. You will not die off. You'll not commit suicide. Consider him. Consider what Christ went through. That's why we tell you all the time, think of Jesus. Think of the Lord, the God of heaven. Think of our loving Father. Think of him. Why? He endured such opposition from sinners. And yet he still made it. He finished. Have you lost your job? Keep on. He'll finish. That's what Christ said. The government wanted his head. But he finished what God called him to finish. What has God called you to do? What has God called you to do with the children in your house? Do it. Do it. Whether we're with money in your pocket or not, do it. Consider Jesus when it gets tough. When it gets really difficult. Young man, know what I'm talking about. Amen? When it gets really tough, Consider Jesus because then you'll not lose heart. Then you'll be encouraged to remember, you know what? This guy was born poor. And he never went from poverty to riches. At you from the grass to grace. So he's a, me, I'm not of that. Jesus went from being born poor to dying on the cross. And he finished what God called him to do. Let's not follow the society saying. Can I hear an amen? I want to remind you those that are weary and have lost heart. 
Remember this Jesus. He's there, he knows, he sees you right where you are. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. And happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Can I hear an amen? Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.